Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 111 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and your money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice and philanthropy, and how to run your business without being in your business, which is perfect for today's guest. And last week, you had me talking about how to focus your marketing on finding more of your best clients with almost no money out of your pocket. Today, we have as our guest, Seth Green. Seth is the nation's foremost authority on how to grow your business with a cult of 50 referral oil wells who promote your business every week for a year. Seth is the co-host of the Sharkpreneur podcast with Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington, which was named the number six podcast to listen to by NASDAQ. Seth is a nine-time best-selling author who's been interviewed on NBC News, CBS News, Forbes, Inc., CBS, Money Watch, and many more. His company, Marketing Domination, puts your lead generation and client acquisition on autopilot. And I was very impressed on how, for a virtual workshop, I received a meal to eat while on his virtual workshop. Seth, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Thank you so much for, for having me. It is an honor to be here. Thank you. Well, we'll get right to it with some questions. So, okay, you help put their marketing on autopilot. Why? Uh, because of the ripple effect. I, I, I get up in the, every morning excited because through the businesses that we work with, we can touch millions of lives literally around the world. We help our clients grow their business so they can run it. And then, you know, if I were a chiropractor, I might be able to see a couple hundred patients. But if we help 40 different chiropractors, we're reaching thousands and thousands or tens of thousands of patients. So through the hundreds of clients we serve, we touch millions of people's lives on behalf of our clients every single day and we're making a positive impact on the world. Thank you. And well, based on what you're telling me, I'm going to guess there's a particular charity that you support. And if so, tell me what they do. I am a, in addition to the synagogue that my wife and I met at and got married at, named our kids at and belong to, um, we also support the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and we support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation because those illnesses have affected our family. Uh, okay. Well, I am sorry that those have affected you personally, but I do understand it's it's because of my really easy service in the Naval Reserve during Vietnam that I support veteran causes. Well, thank you for your service. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. So tell me who your mar target markets are. You mentioned chiropractors, but I'm sure it's not limited to that. It is not. We operate in three different verticals. One is professional practices. So the chiropractor, the doctor, the lawyer, the accountant, the financial advisor, the white collar professional practice. 
Then we work with a lot of authors, speakers, coaches, and consultants. And then we work with course creators and information marketers and e-commerce companies. So those are our three verticals. Uh, okay, great. So now, uh, along a personal note, maybe, whether it was personal or business, this is a two-part question. What was your biggest failure, personal or business, and what was your insight from that? I'll give you the biggest business failure. At an event, I years ago, I, one of the events I was asked to speak at, the owner, the founder of the, one of the largest personal injury law firms in a multi-state region happened to be in the audience. Dream client. We went back and forth negotiating, fine-tuning, coming up with a proposal to do what he wanted for nine months. Month nine, he said, I love it. This is what I want. You're hired. Get me a contract. I'll get you a check. Now, that would have been, it was Friday afternoon. He said, I'll get you a check on Monday. That was a multi-six-figure check with seven-figure performance incentives. And we would have office, our offices would move to the new building he was building, rent-free. Oh, so my wife and I happened to be shopping for a new house at that time because we had just had our third baby and we were kind of busting at the seams of our starter house. So I had told her what price range to shop in after he told me, send me a contract, I'll cut you a check. Yeah. So I sent him the contract, don't hear anything. A couple of days later, hey, did you get my email? Drip, leave a couple of messages, not hearing anything. And, you know, two weeks go by, I'm getting a little bit nervous. My wife is starting to say, hey, I found a house. I want to put a bid in for it. And I'm like, we won't get pre-approved for that mortgage without like this check of money down. Um, so it ended up, I literally took a day off of work, went to his office, sat in the office in the lobby with a book and told the receptionist, I don't have an appointment. He's not returning my calls or emails. I brought a book. I will sit here all day until I get five minutes. She gets all upset, huffy, stomps back, comes back a couple minutes later and goes, I'm sorry, you're not going to see him today. He told me to tell you he changed his mind. He doesn't believe it's possible. Not that you can't do it. He just doesn't think that anyone can do it. And he's not going to move forward. And I had to go home and tell my wife, one, the reason I gave you that number was because of this guy and he flaked out on me. So you can't buy the houses you're looking at. You need to go shop in a lower price range. And I had made the mistake, second mistake of hiring people uh, based on the fact that he said he was coming on board and I hired people because I would need them, those people, because I need them to do the work. So I had to, my, my wife was very sweet when I text, called her and told her she dropped the kids off at her parents and went to the liquor store and met me at home with a bottle. <laughs> and she was wonderfully understanding. And we've had that house now for about 10 years. And I had to scramble to find the business to support the new employees that I had just hired. I didn't want them to be the fastest turnaround in the door, out the door ever. Yeah. And the lesson I learned was don't spend the money physically or mentally until the check actually clears your bank account. Because as entrepreneurs, we get addicted to, you know, what I call hopium, which is someone said, gives us positive indication and we assume that they're going to be a man or a woman of their word. They're going to follow through. That means they actually want to move forward. And we start thinking about how we're going to spend the money, in some cases, actually spend the money. And then we get a rude awakening. So I learned, 
Don't go on the emotional roller coaster. Don't get excited till the money clears your bank account. Most importantly, don't tell your wife until you actually have the money. <laughs> and don't tell the wife. Uh, that I got to add that. Don't tell the wife. Yes, she is. Every, I have gotten much better at that. And in the last seven months of this year, uh, as we're recording this, I've only taken her on one emotional roller coaster and told her about one awesome thing that was supposed to happen. Everything else, I waited until it actually happened um, to tell her. I only fell for it once. She's like, I heard this story before. Call me when you actually get the money. Yeah, yeah. I've been here before. I got it. So, well, you know what? I guess this example of the perfect attorney client leads well to the next question because here's someone who for nine months you courted and then changed his mind saying he doesn't believe this can even be be done what are the typical feelings that your prospects experience before they start working with you so we normally don't run into that issue that was a rare rare occurrence even though we could prove we had done it for somebody else it was he just had a mental limiting belief and wouldn't get over it so normal feelings are excitement of oh my god is, I, we get is this too good to be true can you really deliver this we get the if you're generating me 50 referral oil wells 50 people who were serve my clients serve my target market who are going to refer to me every single week can i handle it do i need to hire people we've had people who say i only want to grow my business 10 percent we say, well then we're not a good fit for you because i can't throttle it back and only get you 10%, we're gonna grow you a heck of a lot more than that. So I probably get the surprise, delight, is it too good to be true? Can you actually deliver? And then can they actually handle the work we're gonna generate for them, which is my favorite problem to cause, which is the, oh my God, I got too much business now, can you slow down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, fun conversations. Well, you know, talking about hiring and things like that, you know, after they've hired you, what are some of the common mistakes that they make? Uh, they try and reinvent the wheel. They don't let us do our jobs the way we know to do our jobs. They don't get us what we need. We will work at our client's pace. So the faster they get us things, the faster we work. If they say, I'll get that to you when it's a month goes by, yeah. they wasted a month. So I would say biggest mistakes they make are not letting us do our jobs, trying to reinvent the wheel and breaking the process and not moving as, not moving fast enough to get to the return on investment. Terrific. Could you give me an example, a case study of someone where they were, they hired you, and what the result was? I, we've got shoeboxes full, absolutely. So, so um, I'll give you an example. We had a have a financial advisor whose target market is dentists. And we've been able through our process to not only get him relationships, with over 50 of them, but we've also gotten his practice in front of over 30,000 dentists. And we're producing a summit for him in a couple months that will have him literally in front of 100,000 dentists. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like once you get going, it's difficult to throttle back to a 10% growth. It depends on the service we're talking about. If yeah. we're talking about our you know, referral oil well service. Um, no, I can't throttle that. If it, I mean, they could just fail to follow up with the relationships we get and then the referrals would trickle off. Yeah. However, if we're talking about online advertising where we're running traffic to a funnel online, that you can throttle back because you can scale back the ad budget or pause the ads. 
Got it. Okay. Yeah. You know, I remember something similar when I owned a pension administration company. There was a CPA that every time I got together with him for lunch, he always had another referral for me. Well, you should go to lunch a lot. Exactly. So I decided we would go to lunch at least every month. And every month I got a new referral. That is awesome. Now all you had to do is go back in time and go to lunch every week. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, we were at the throttle it back business stage. Got it. Understood. Uh, Let me, Seth, is there a valuable free resource that people can download or see that would support them finding out more about you? Absolutely. If they go to growyourowncult.com, we have about a 30-page ebook that is on Amazon that's normally $14. For your listeners, they can get it at 50% off, seven bucks. I promise it will be the best $7 you ever spend on your marketing, or I will give you your $7 back. And that's growyourowncult.com. Great. Okay. I got that in the show notes. And is there a question that I should have asked you that would also give some great value to those who are listening? Oh, and what would the answer be besides the question? Right. Uh, There's probably a list and we could probably talk for a couple days on what all of those questions might be. Um, I'll, I'll give you an easy one. What's the biggest mistake we see business owners and entrepreneurs making with their marketing? And the answer to that is being boring. If you are, let's say, a financial advisor and your brochure looks, if you work at Merrill Lynch, and I compare you to a Morgan Stanley advisor, and the only thing different is the logo, everything else is the same, the prospect will not know who to who is different, and they will default to the lowest price. So we do a lot of marketing makeovers, a lot of rebranding of our clients so that they stand out and they're in a category of one, so that even if they think, well, I'm just a financial advisor, I sell insurance and investments, we can make them stand out from the 3,000 other investment advisors in their town so that they actually get the leads and the business they deserve. That makes perfect sense. That's something I learned oh, probably 40 years ago when I was in the insurance industry is you want to be on a shelf by yourself, not like another brand of laundry detergent. Exactly. And you don't look old enough to have been in the insurance business 40 years ago. (laughs) Thank you, Seth. Uh, Yes, actually, I've been in business for 50 years. So we won't talk about that. Fair enough. Seth, thank you for taking the time out. And thank you for being on my show. Our pleasure. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we're going to have Daniel Aaron. Now, this is a departure, speaking about how to live a vibrant life as an entrepreneur who primarily works with spiritually oriented people. He's been on my show. I've got his book. He was really good. He's going to be a great guest. Oh, yeah, I know. And Daniel was also a client of mine. So you can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform and please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free nine-step, 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or your money. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth, 
and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose, on the wealthonanyincome.com website. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.